0: Good morning, welcome, Saturday morning, 9 a.m., Grateful Mindset Properties, Realty Radio host, Judy Moulton here, 828-290-0940, if you want to be a special guest or have an idea of something you'd like to hear, a human interest story that you would like live on the radio on Saturday mornings, 9 a.m., 107.7 FM, a.m. 1450, where the heavens kiss the peaks. Judy Moulton, coming to you. I'm going to have a special guest on today. All my guests are special. (laughs) But Bailey Huff from the Blue Ridge Humane Society. She is their education manager, um, volunteer and education manager. um, And I knew her predecessor, Natalie, and did some work with Blue Ridge Humane Society during COVID. um, I was a grief support coach since I've been in mental health 30-plus years and still supervise clinicians, but I did some volunteering over Zoom. We didn't have a great turnout. I think the largest group we ever had was five. But I do have Bailey on, so please stick around to hear a little bit more or hear a bit more, we're not going to minimize, on the Blue Ridge Humane Society here in Hendersonville. But before we get to that, before we get to the art, the science, the human interest, from me, your host, Judy Moulton, Grateful Mindset Properties, 107.7. FM WHKP, 9 a.m. Saturdays. Before we get to some real estate, I want to just say hello, hello, hello. I wanted to I wanted to tell you a little bit about Grateful Mindset Properties. Some of you may know me from a previous show that I created with Art and Science and Human Interest. Um, now I'm coming to you from Grateful Mindset Properties, which was effective or came into to be in 2020. Um, and is a new boutique upcoming firm you may have seen some of my billboards around town but if you have any questions for me I'm a broker in charge I am a valued resource a established researcher um I, you know, was a clinician for 30 plus years. You may have heard me say that a moment ago. So I do understand resourcing and the importance of it, as well as research. So eight two eight two nine zero zero nine four zero. I'm going to talk a little bit about listings. Going to talk a little bit about the local area, national news, interest rates, and then I will bring Bailey on. So right now, interest rates, when we look at national rates, we are, have gone up a little. You know, I talk about this all the time. They go up, they go down. It's really relative to the person or individuals, if it's a couple um, or a group, you know, doing a, a fractional purchase, um, buying together as friends and family. It really depends on those folks and, you know, uh, long, how long their longevity at a, at a job you know, their debt to income, so what they owe on things, um, you know, how good their credit is. So those things really are the biggest components um, of interest and getting rates. But if we just look at the relative 30-year fix, um, it's closer to that 6.7 right now, so it has gone up a little bit. 15-year has also gone up quite a bit. Um, so it's about 6.4. Um, so we were at like 6.6 last week. Um, now we're at 6.78 um, for the 30-year and 6.4 for the 15. Um, we still are in a low inventory market across the U.S. Um, and I'm sure in other countries too. I mean, it's just COVID. You know, everyone talks about it all the time. COVID had a had a lasting uh, impression. Um, on us emotionally, physically and so on. And you know, especially in real estate where it takes up about seventeen percent of the economy in the US. We're looking at least at about a two to five year uh, balance of, of when we'll have more inventory, but obviously, equity and pricing of homes will have gone up by then, so it all balances out. So, if you're looking to sell or buy your home, really, it, it's a good time, it's always a good time, especially in Western North Carolina, known as a vacation area, known as a place that people want to live year round, or if you're a halfback, you know, some of the listeners out there may be coming from Florida, etc. Um, As you know, it's a great place to live for a second home, first home, third home, whatever, your 10th home. And I'm happy to help you with listing it, um, finding property for your family, friends to buy, whether it be land or whether it be a single family residence. 828-290-0940, Judy Moulton, Grateful Mindset Properties, Realty Host here at 107.7 FM. So some other things. Let's talk about what's under contract, what's coming soon. So let's take a peek at what real estate has to say. So right now, we don't have a lot on the market. You know, 4th of July, I worked, I started, I think, at 6 a.m. yesterday. I think I was still working at about 9 p.m. I showed a lot of property. I've got about five folks that I'm um, dealing with contracts with listing and buying. I've got my my lot, yay, you've been hearing me talk about, that is now under contract. Um, I have a home that I just got sold in, in Black Mountain, um, you know, I work all over North Carolina. I'm licensed in the whole state. And uh, so right now there's only about seven new properties on the market today. We have about 20. So when you hear me say that, I'm talking specifically about this western North Carolina area, the Asheville metro area, which is about 80000 plus um, relative. And uh, so, you know, the median price point is in that 450 or so range, again, depending on where you are. We're seeing things leveling off more in the Asheville area, but plenty of room to grow here in Hendersonville where I am coming to you, you know, live and on the radio as your realty host. And so we've got only about seven properties that are new on the market today, about 20 that show up as um, uh, uh, under contract um, and are showable. We've got a big five or so that are back on the market for various different reasons. I say, you know, there's about 34%... Of properties go off the market and then back on for any reason, someone's having a bad hair day, they lost their job. So any reason or no reason. Same reason why I say reach out to me. Any reason or no reason. You know, one of my taglines is the happiest people don't have the best of everything, they make the best of everything. So I really try to be grateful for that and help folks with that and be mindful of that. So, coming soon, back on the market, just listed, Um, you know, we've we've got some properties that are great here in Hendersonville. If you have any questions, or like I said, anywhere in North Carolina, you give me a call, 828-290-0940. So let's get to some human interest. Let's get to talking to Bailey from Blue Ridge Humane Society. Hopefully you stuck around. You've heard me say, Bailey, i volunteer and education, education manager at Blue Ridge Humane Society. And if you are not familiar with Blue Ridge Humane Society here in Hendersonville, you're going to hear her talk about it. You're going to hear us have a conversation. So I'm going to let Bailey begin and say whatever she'd like.
1: Hi, my name is Bailey. I'm from the Blue Ridge Humane Society. Um, I manage our volunteer and education programs. Um, Blue Ridge Humane Society, we work typically out of Hendersonville, North Carolina, but we do try and expand out into our surrounding counties. Um, We do run a limited admissions facility, which means that we pull from different county shelters that are local and maybe not so local to us to try and help homeless animals. Um, We also have a Mission of working with animals that already have loving homes maybe their pet owners just need a little bit of support like we all do now and again um, as a part of our mission to try and prevent animals from ever having to enter into a county facility in the first place um, so yeah we work with animals all throughout just trying to make sure that they're happy and healthy in homes
0: so Billy, so so you have something like a respite program so basically um, you know folks or foster parents is that what you're or anyone, foster parents or people who are pet owners or pet parents, they can say, hey, I need a break, you know, I got a new puppy, or I got a 15-year-old, and can somebody help me out and take, you know, Brady or...
1: Uh, I don't know, a man duck for the day, or
0: whatever it is, or a couple of days. Like, tell me a little bit more about
1: that. Yeah. So, um, our community support services are the department that work with the part of our mission that involves going outside of the walls that make up our physical adoption center. Um, we believe in the five freedoms of animal welfare, which are essentially five rights that every single animal has just by existing on the planet with us. Um, and while we do work with animals who are currently homeless, um, trying to find Them a home and making sure that they're achieving those five freedoms. Our mission doesn't stop there. Um, There is a lack of affordable pet care all around us. Um, It's not uncommon to see, Um, and sometimes what that can lead to is animals ending up in county shelters. um, And we want to be able to try and prevent them from having to enter into a county shelter in the first place. Um, That unfortunately is something that can impact their um, their. Their five freedoms, it can cause them a lot of stress just because it's a new change. Um, Same things happen whenever they enter into limited admissions facilities. And the only way that we can really prevent an animal from experiencing fear, anxiety, and stress and making sure that they are achieving five freedoms, they are getting all of their basic rights and their basic needs met, um, is to help try and prevent them from having to leave a loving and caring home just because we're not able to give affordable pet care in our communities. So our community support services has a whole list of services that are available to members of the community, um, such as SNP, which is our spay, neuter, incentives program. We're able to offer out $10 spay and neuters to residents of Henderson County who have an animal that is in need of that. Food giveaways um, to be able to give out pet food at no cost so that animal is able to have a nutritious meal. We also have a vaccine clinic where we're able to provide low-cost vaccines, and those are just a few of the different types of resources that we offer out to pet owners just to make sure that they are still able to continue loving that animal, but they're just getting a little bit of extra support so that their animal can get everything they need because there is such limited access to affordable pet care here.
0: There's so much I want to pull from what you just said. That was (laughs) amazing. Um, So... I'm just going to take a breath because I'm trying to digest all that. So the five freedoms, for you to go a little slower and just repeat those, because I I know I heard it, but I got distracted. Um.
1: Yeah, so the five freedoms of animal welfare, like I said, are basic rights that every animal has. Um, Funny enough, it was actually created for livestock animals, um, not your household pet, but as animal welfare advocates really continued that dialogue, they realized that it rang true for every single animal that's on this planet with us. Um, And the five freedoms of animal welfare are freedom from hunger and thirst, freedom from discomfort, freedom from pain, injury and disease, freedom from fear and distress, and also the freedom to express normal behavior. So being able to do normal dog and cat things. Um, and we believe that if an animal is able to achieve those five freedoms, then that means that they are at a bare minimum experiencing a good quality of life.
0: It's interesting that you say that because there's, you know, what we call the for all mammals, the five basic needs, right? Mm-hmm. So food and shelter is one, um, obviously oxygen, you know. Um, uh, 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 exercise, um, shelter, and love, and so the five basic freedoms definitely feed, literally feed into that, um, because obviously all mammals need that. And if they don't get that, then that's where that fear and that anxiety and that stress and the, you know, that response comes into play. Um, I'm curious with the Fourth of July, you know, just just behind us. Um, how did, you know, does that have an effect at all with the humane society? Um, people aren't used to, you know, I didn't know that the dog was going to, you know, freak out, run away. Or, I'm you know, guessing, you know, cats, dog whatever. There's probably a whole list of things that happen around.
1: July? Yeah, so in during the 4th of July, we see a spike in animals that actually enter into county shelters um, due to them fleeing out of fear. Um, something that a lot of animals experience whenever 4th of July rolls around because of fireworks, very loud booming noises. Um, it can be quite scary and they experience FAS, fear, anxiety, and stress, as well as frustration. Um, and oftentimes when animals experience that, a typical thing that we see is they run. Um, they get out of a window, they get out of a door, and a lot of animals end up lost and end up in county shelters. Um, and so that actually plays into, during this time of year, a really big initiative that we have. We have lost and found pet detectives within our volunteer program that actually navigate the lost and found pages, county shelter pages, to try and reunite owners with their lost animal. And we see a spike in the amount of need we have for those volunteers tears around 4th of July because there are so many animals that flee out of fear due to the fireworks. Yeah,
0: no, I can imagine. And, and thunderstorms. I mean, we live in a rainforest. I mean, there's you know, a number of things that so obviously new pet parents or, or foster parents, I'm sure there's probably stuff that you educate them on, just, you know, th- that they may or may not know about how the stress response works in terms of freeze, fright, flight... Flee, and so um, it is. It is very normal. It's a you know it's ecologically and uh, a million response to to any type of threat. So um, I can see the spike definitely happening, and obviously having volunteers has got to be so important. Um, you know we have a one of our we have six animals in our house right now: three cats, three dogs, um, and we are a loving pet household. And uh, we have the thunder shirt, you know, which I'm sure you're familiar with. It has the so sort of the inside has the it lowers that static charge. You know. It can be a beautiful sunny day for those uh, listener uh, pet parents out there that are like, why is my dog, you know, barking or fearful when it's this beautiful day? And there's a change in the barometric pressure that none of us can sense, but animals have a you know a, their 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 sense and and or senses are period are much more heightened. Um, so that it lowers that static charge, right? And then it also goes around the belly, so around the sort of the autonomic nervous system Um, you know the gut brain uh, which is how it sends a message of fear up to the the prefrontal cortex so basically it it puts some pressure there to help lower that stress response so I'm sure you're familiar with the thunder shirt, right?
1: Yeah absolutely it's a great resource to use around the time of 4th of July um, and any other time if you know there's a storm coming and your pup is particularly not fond of thunderstorms or anything like that stuff like that can absolutely help um, around this time and also whenever we know that there might be potentially be other spikes with animals getting lost. We try um, on our Facebook page at Blue Ridge Humane Society to offer different resources and tips. Um, I know with 4th of July that had passed um, we put out a post about different things that can be done, making sure that you have their name tags up to date, making sure that you know you have locked doors and windows, trying to stay home if you can with them to give them a little bit of extra love and attention, helping with different types of enrichment and things like that so giving them, you know, some good food, playing with them, maybe wearing them out a little bit more during the day, going on a long hike or a long walk. And then that way when they come back, they can just pass out and hopefully sleep through all of the different fireworks and stuff.
0: Sometimes it's impossible. I mean, we put the thunder shirt on one of our guys and, you know, between the fireworks and then the thunderstorms that we had and it was literally like boom right on our home even though we try to drown it out with ambient noise and you know, holding them it's still there's only so much you can do. But the comfort I think is so important. Um and Definitely, don't open the door
1: and let them in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One of the best things you can do in any kind of circumstance is just really focusing on getting to know your pet's body language. That's something that we really teach all of our volunteers is having an understanding of how our animals communicate with us um, because they do. They talk to us every single day um, by the position of their tails, by the way their hair standing, their ears, um, and just getting to know those things. It's a really helpful tip that you know any pet owner, whether you're you're in animal welfare or not can benefit from and just being able to look at your animal pick up the way that they are trying to communicate with you about how they're feeling and having an understanding of that and trying to respect their boundaries and also find ways to make them feel comfortable yeah that
0: makes sense what are some of the things that the bloomberg humane society needs right now so i'm you know, in terms of volunteering, in terms of education, what is it that, you know, hey, you're trying to raise awareness about or you'd like the listeners to know?
1: Yeah. Um, so we are always looking for volunteers. We are very, very fortunate to have such a large and compassionate group of volunteers, but when you're doing this kind of work, you can never have enough hands on deck. Um, so we have so many different needs. Our thrift store volunteers work tirelessly to help us receive vital funding for our organization, um, and So we are always looking for help with thrift store volunteers at our adoption center, always looking for help with dog care and cat care volunteers, um, especially if we have any kiddos that can come and help with cat care. Um, Our cat care position is open to volunteers of all ages and come and serve with their parent. That's always a really unique and sweet opportunity because those cats get to be introduced into kiddos. um, And that helps us to have an understanding of if they are going to thrive in a household that has, you know, certain ages in it. Um, And so those are two really big positions that we are always looking for. We're also always looking for help with SNP, our spay-neuter incentives program. Um, Our community support staff work tirelessly to help make that program run. Um, And we do have one very dedicated volunteer, um, and they could all use some help with SNP as well. And then we also are always just encouraging the community to learn more about animals, learn more about animal welfare within their county. Um, That's why we do have our education program where we're able to actually go out to schools and businesses and talk about animal welfare. Um, We just recently, I went out to a summer camp and was able to chat with some kids about animal behavior and teaching them how to communicate with animals, how to know if an animal is saying, hey, I'm super excited. I want all the scratches in the world or saying, I am holding up a boundary. I just want you to love me from afar right now. Even just getting that early education in about animal welfare can play such a big impact on the way that kids are going to engage with and view animals as they grow up. Um, So even outside of volunteering, we're always encouraging members of the community to just find ways to get involved, whether that's donating. Um, A simple way to donate is just to shop at our thrift store. You get some fun stuff out of it, but 100% of the money made goes right back into our organization. You can get started volunteering. Like I said, we're always looking for volunteers. You can actually go on our website at blueridgehumane.org. go to the Get Involved tab, and if you click on Volunteer, you'll actually see where you can register for a volunteer information session that tells you everything you need to know about volunteering with us, talks more about who we are, um, or even if it's just getting some education in. If you're a teacher, if you're a business owner, and you want to try and create some kind of activity with a local organization, we love being able Able to go into the community and talk about these things because at the end of the day the more people that have an understanding of animal behavior and communication it helps in the long run for how the animals in our community get to live their lives and experience those five freedoms so multiple ways that you can get involved
0: that's awesome that's awesome so
1: again what website is org? okay and they click on You can click on the Get Involved tab and then click on Volunteer and you'll go to our Volunteer page on the right-hand side. There's a button where you can register for an information session. If you're looking for more services um, or you know someone who's looking for services, you can click on the Community Support tab at the top. It lays out all of the services that we need. Um, And then if you're interested in any kind of educational opportunity at all, like I said, business owner, teacher, whatever it may be, you can just email me at Blue Ridge at volunteer at blueridgehumane.org, and I'd be happy to set up an opportunity. We've got lots of different fun lessons for all different ages.
0: That's awesome, and this is just me being curious for my 26-year-old daughter. Um, the cat care program you said is sort of a unique program. I thought
1: you said. That yeah. So to our organization is open to volunteers of all ages. Now, with certain positions, there are of course age restrictions. Um, we don't want a five-year-old walking a pup on their own or anything like that. Um, but if we have any kiddos out there that are really passionate about getting to work with animals cat care is an opportunity where volunteers of all ages are able to come in and they're able to socialize with our cats. so give them some good love and attention um, be able to just sit with them even having kids come in and read to the cats is really really helpful for them oftentimes you don't even have to engage for you to be making a good impact on them during that time period Um, so that's a really great opportunity that we have for young kids to be able to come in and start early Getting to learn about how to work with animals And how to make an impact on them During their time at our adoption center
0: Got you And um And you just have, in terms of Blue Ridge Humane Society, you just have cats and dogs, correct?
1: So at our adoption center, we only have cats and dogs. That's what our facility is able to hold. But we actually have a small animal program um, that is mainly housed through fosters. Um, So we're very fortunate to have a large foster base. And we are foster-centric at Blue Ridge Humane Society, which means that we just have a priority of placing animals in foster homes over in our adoption center. Because any form of a shelter environment, again, can trigger that FAS, that fear, anxiety and stress and frustration just from it being often so drastic from what they're used to that if we can place them in a home environment that is either what they are used to previously or at the very least similar to what they're going to go into once they get adopted, we absolutely want to be able to do that and a small section of our foster program is made up of small animal fosters um, so fosters who are specifically dedicated to taking in birds, rats, um guinea pigs, rabbits, all sorts of different small animals. Um so while if you go to our adoption center, you'll only see our dogs and our cats. Um you may oftentimes see on our website that we do have other small critters up for adoption. Oh,
0: that's great. I did not know that. That's wonderful. That is wonderful. So is there anything you want to say to the audience before, you know, you end your your uh time on the
1: radio today? Anything you'd like to say in closing? Yeah. um, Thank you so much for listening. I hope you were able to learn a little bit about Blue Ridge Humane Society. We want to be as plugged into the community as possible, so just know that there is no right or wrong way to be plugged in with us. Um, Even just doing something as simple as attending one of our events, you're getting to learn more about animals and what we do, Um, or you can volunteer, you can participate in an education program, you can be a donor, even just going to the thrift store, like I said, is a huge, huge help for us. Um, so there's multiple ways that you can get plugged in, and we're always happy to have more people join our family.
0: That is great. And I, I've been to the thrift store, which is, and I know you have, like, hours. It's only until two you can drop things off is that right? Monday
1: through Friday? Yep so we have two different ways that you can drop off physical donations uh-huh. um, so our thrift store we take, take everything right? We take everything okay. um, everything that is purchased in our thrift store is previously donated from someone in the community so it's very very helpful so um, any thrift store donations or even community support and adoption center donations you can swing by our thrift store at the back of the building there is a donation intake center um, it runs from Monday through friday from 9 30 a.m to 2 30 p.m we also have a donation box located at our adoption center at 88 centipede lane right outside the front door where you can drop off any kind of donations that you have whether they're wanting to go to community support or to our adoption center so
0: clothes furniture i mean like anything under the sun you guys
1: at our thrift store yes okay good that's great
0: Um, events before I let you go I mean, are there any events that you want to share with the audience and say hey we've got some upcoming events that you may want to check
1: out yeah um, so we are coming up on planning time for our barkyard parties it's a really fun opportunity for different businesses and homeowners to really be plugged into our organization essentially what that looks like is members of the community commit to throwing a party um, where the donations that are collected during that party from the people who attend, actually gets donated all to us. So it's a really fun time for about a week, I believe, where different organizations and different um, owners, different businesses, things like that can throw a party with all of the people they know in Henderson County, invite them to it, collect donations, you get to hang out with your friends, um, have a really fun Saturday, Monday, whatever it may be, and at the end of the day, help us get some vital funding that's necessary. That's fabulous. Yeah, so that's... fine find that on- on your
0: website where?
1: So if anyone is interested, um, if you're interested in throwing a barkyard party, um, you can actually get in contact right now with our executive director, Angela Prodrick. Um, Her email is a-p-r-o-d-r-i-c-k at blueridgehumane.org. And she is the one taking over right now for some of these different events, so you can get in contact with her.
0: Okay, so barkyard parties, and if you go on the website, would they in the sort of searched would it
1: come up as well so i don't believe we we might if you go onto our calendar it's been a while since i've popped on there um if you go to blueridgehumane.org in the top right hand side you'll see where you can click to find a calendar if you click on that calendar um, we typically have them a little bit closer to fall and you scroll down you should be able to see a little bit of an advertisement for barkyard parties i had some information on it Perfect,
0: perfect perfect Well, thank you, Bailey. I really, really appreciate you coming out. Um, I know you can't see her, but she has the prettiest eyes I've ever <laughs> seen. So you may want to just check out the movie you site just for that. Um, so it's been wonderful to have her on. She's got a bright smile, warm heart, obviously doing something that she loves. And that's, you know, the people I try to bring on here, you know, living what you love, loving what you do. And that really is human interest and a combination of art and science. So thank you, thank
1: you, thank you. Yeah, of course.
0: Thank you for listening, folks, to whkp.com 107.7 FM, 1450 AM, where the heavens kiss the peaks. And you're listening to Judy Moulton, Realty Radio Host for Grateful Mindset Properties Radio Hosting on Saturday mornings, 9 AM, 107.7 FM bringing a tad of real estate, combining that with art, science, and human interests. So again, thank you, thank you for listening, and this ends our show for today.